All right. Hello, everybody. You're Hello. back with your favorite three South Asians. <laughs> and that is so relevant because it is South Asian Heritage Month. Mm. 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 But anyway, welcome back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Mm. Mm. I'm getting hungry then. Curry. Curry. Mm. The curry muncher man. Oh. It's the curry muncher man. The curry muncher man. As some of the race. That's why. Hey? They'll be like, <laughs> we have a South Heritage month. Why don't you just go home? Go home. Taking all our man. jobs. Taking all our jobs, you know. Anyway, this is, that's another story. This, yeah. This is something Karina actually told us about. I actually never heard of it before. And then doing some further research, we realised they only started last year. And I think it was a thing in Canada, but now it's brought over to the UK. And it's only celebrating in Canada and UK at the moment, I think. Mm. Eventually worldwide. Yeah. So it's fairly new, Hopefully. but it's nice to hear it. I think it's great, though, because we've never really had it specific, specifically for South Asians, because Asia is so big, mm. right? So it's never yeah. been specifically for South Asians. So just before we get into it, can we just, can we just, specify what South Asian South Asian countries are there's there's nine I think there's nine why don't so you have a guess and then we'll fill them in all right go on so, I'm, I'm here you guys guess go on you guys oh, guess. You got him. all right um Bangladesh mm. yeah Pakistan we got one yeah two India <laughs> three well done yeah <laughs> um Maldives Yep, the Maldives. I didn't know that Sri one Lanka. until I researched. Yep, Sri Lanka. So we've got five, four more. I said one at the start. You said Afghanistan at the start. Yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah. There we go. Six. Um, Nepal. Nepal. Oh, yeah, Nepal. Yeah, that's a shout. Um, um, Bhutan. Yep, yeah, Bhutan. And that's it. I think I should count it wrong. Sorry. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There we go. I said nine. Just making there up the But yeah, there we go. Which is, I know some people might think, oh, why did you say what countries are involved? Because actually, we always say we always throw around South Asia, South Asia. But I didn't know some some of them. Do you know what I mean? That was in there. Like, I didn't actually know the Maldives were in there. So mm-hmm. good to clarify and get all the context out out there. Definitely. And does anyone does anyone actually tell us what? The dates are for South Asian heritage months because it's not actually the month of August. Go on. That <laughs> is your turn. It is the 18th of July to the 17th of August. How did and we not you know, know this? You know why? Right. So, yeah, go on. You tell us. Go on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So the um, 18th of July is when the Indian Independence Act um, was confirmed by King George VI. Yeah. Oh. How did I forget right. that? It's actually, this pack- is actually really smart. This is no, really smart. Listen more. Go on, let him. And then yeah. it goes. Oh, and then it goes to the seventeenth of August, which is when um, the Radcliffe Line was introduced, That's and so that cool. is the border between India and East and West Pakistan. So yeah. So in in nineteen forty seven, there was like a, a brief thing put out, which is that line, which is outlined where they wanted the border to be. 
and mm -hmm. it's also yeah so that's what it's that's what it's called that's what i was looking into as well and throughout those dates as well so like the 26th of july is maldives independence day 8th of july is bhutan's independence day then 14th is pakistan's and then 15th is um india sorry so the dates work really well and Makes it's like only, only one of the i think it's only it's the first like south asia like something month that's in between two months because normally the months are just like an august or october or something like that you know what i mean that's smart the person who made that well done you it was very smart what, they, why do you think that is really smart but why do you think they came up with the idea to have a south asian heritage month like because i'm not saying it's random but it kind of was random no, no. because we've never yeah. had anything like this before but i love mm. it i love it at the same time but i think um, i think when i was i think when i was looking into it like there's loads of stories and stuff like the whole month is about people telling their stories about why they're proud to be South Asian or like combining it with like their British culture and stuff. And a lot of people were saying like, um, when they were telling their stories, that it's good to just speak about how being South Asian helped them to get where they were. Stuff like that. Mm. So I guess just recognising the cultural stuff, I think it just gives them that chance to recognise that culture in this month, for example. So I guess somebody last yeah. year was like, we need that. And then they did it. And there we go. What do you guys think? I think it was. Us. I was just gonna say. I think it was so needed, though. Like, I because like growing up, we never had anything like this. Like, there was always like Black History mm. Month or like anything else that was being celebrated. It was always be the individual days that we celebrate, but not a whole month. And it's nice to just like commemorate all that into and celebrate all the countries. Mm. Mm. I agree. I also think that there's so many hidden South Asian history that people don't know about. Um, and I think now's the time to get it out. Like I found out today that um, there were actually so many South Asian soldiers and spies during World War II, but no one ever speaks about them. And I was like, all you ever what hear you is that like, the British, the British beat Hitler, blah, 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 blah. Like who actually involved in beating Hitler? And then they talk about all the South Asian men and women who helped Britain still become, you know, like still run their industries and stuff as yeah. well. So I think the main reason they've done it for me is to highlight all of this hidden history. And I think it's great. I was excited because we're actually learning new stuff. Like that's how hidden it is. Like we yeah. don't even know this stuff. Mm. So and that's mad. And to be honest, unless you said it, I wouldn't, I hadn't seen anything about this month. So like I wouldn't have known, to be honest myself, that it was happening this month or throughout only since July, sorry. I was going to say it was only after you said it. I started seeing things on Instagram and then I was like, oh, now it's coming out. Yeah. I was um, watching the news the other day, actually, ITV Central at my dinner time. Yeah, ITV have been good. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been doing like a story every day. So the day that I yeah. watched it, they're actually, um, there was a, there's a seat guy on there and he he's um, the most um, well-renowned percussion instrumentalist in, in the UK. So he knows how to play every single percussion instrument. And that's why he was on oh, there wow. celebrating South Asian history. And then they were talking about dolls and doll keys and tabla, like everything as well, as well as like mainstream percussion instruments like drums and cymbals and whatever. That's um, cool. So that was really cool. And that's obviously cool. he was like, he was a sindar as well. So like turban beard. And like, you know, you don't really see people like that that much on the news, which is why Sikh people always trying to push it. And I was like, that is really cool. Especially at Prime Hundred yeah. percent. And that's yeah, because I didn't watch it on the news, but if you go on ITV now, it comes up there's they have all the stories that they've been putting on there. So that's what I was gonna say. If you didn't know about it, you can go on ITV and there's literally loads and loads of stories on there. There's one about this, you know, the lady, you know, 
Mangal, what's it called? M O W G L I. How can I say that word? Mowgli. It's that Mowgli. Mowgli. That's it. Mowgli. I couldn't say it. I couldn't say my words. Mowgli, the lady that owns those restaurants, she was saying how she was on there. So she was talking about how like she's proud of her culture and stuff like that. But it was wasn't easy for her to get where she was, and how like people do enjoy food now and stuff. But she goes like back back in the day like some people would never accept that kind of restaurant in their area and stuff like that but she was on there there was loads of people on there it was really cool and there was like LGBTQT people on there talking about it for Brighton and stuff and it was amazing to hear so I think ITV definitely go on there and check their stories mm-hmm. out because I didn't know about that either I love there's that. also um I, when I was researching there was this link on I think it's called Brit- the website was called britishcouncil.co.uk they have um, a few things scheduled, so like podcasts and stuff, um, videos that are scheduled, so like live streams, things like that that people can watch. So if anyone else wants to get involved in that, have a look on that website. That'd be, that's it's really cool. cool, you know. I think for me, like, obviously I heard it on the news the other day, and one thing that I started thinking about was heritage, like the word heritage. Because I was like, we're always talking about South Asian issues and all this stuff, but like, do we know our history? Yeah. And, you know, we know some of it, but do we know like historical figures who've done actual good or who are impressive? And then I was actually like really thinking about it. And the only person I really thought of was for Jussing, you know, the marathon runner. Mm-hmm. So he started running marathon at like 90 years old. Um, so when he was little, I was reading up on his story. And when he was little, they actually, he couldn't walk till he was five years old. Um, and he used to have really like stick, stick legs. So we used to call him Dunda to tease him. Because he had like stick legs, which means, know, yeah, um, which means stick. Um, and yeah, so he said he just started running, and then he's still alive. He's 110 years old. My life. He's the oldest marathon runner in the world, and then he ran a marathon and he beat the world record of anyone over 90. And he did it by a whole hour. He ran it a whole hour quicker. And I was like, why does no one talk about this guy though? Like it's mad like why it's not sponsoring him to be in their videos and you know mm. do you know but it's true though like true. all these athletes have got all these and sponsorship partner partnerships but what about him he's amazing he's amazing it's that's very true and when I was looking up as well I can't find it now but there's like the five most people that you should know about in sports and there was another guy who was like the fastest runner or something like back 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 a day I like I've never heard of his name and there's you know that lady that we saw in the boxing of the day queen and we was like oh in the olympics and we were like oh she doesn't look indian she's really famous as well because she's like mm. i can't remember what for but like nobody ever speaks about these people do you know mm. what i mean and it is true especially in sports and stuff considering all the olympics and stuff on and stuff you don't hear about it but it is true i think but then I guess this is why they're having this month to recognise those people, but then it should be also recognised out of this month Generally. as well. Do you know what I mean? Not just not just just within the month, like especially if they're like high up there and stuff like they're one of the like so so good, they should be recognising these kind of things. Definitely. Yeah. So who is your biggest South Asian inspo? Do you guys have anybody? Or someone you just think, oh, they're really cool. Oh. Like someone you really enjoy their content. It could be like an influencer, author, musical artist, anybody. It could be anybody. It could be your family, I guess. <laughs> um, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about any representation that I saw whilst growing up. And then all I could think about was Lily Singh and Just Rain and how mm. they really made an impact mm. on like South Asian representation on like YouTube. And YouTube was becoming such a big thing then. Um, yeah. But I feel like they were the first two types of people that I could actually 
like I, when I was a teenager I could actually relate to and have a laugh about my culture and, and understand the content that they were putting out specifically yeah. for South Asian people which made things 10 times funnier so they're the two yeah, people so that that's I actually think true. Were, were quite inspiring when I'm when I'm look back now and think about it that mm. it's like wow that that Indian girl is doing bits and her success yeah I think that's what drove her success is that she was so relatable to Indian people and she was one of the first Indian people, people. was doing that yeah you know yeah 100% definitely that's true actually yeah that's actually never thought about that because that's true when I was at school and stuff I used to watch them and used to love Lily Singh I used to be like mm. oh my god like she's actually joking it's true like she was really one of the first people and then now obviously people like people from South Asian heritage can now be like okay I can do that as well because and that's the big thing anyway we always talk about that representation stuff but for me I don't know like you say yours first because I can't think of anyone in, in particular um for me I think Malala really stuck out for me mm-hmm. um just the fact that she came from a country where they didn't even want girls to be educated and my girl got shot in the head survived and now she's impacting the whole world like that was the first I know that's pretty that's recent true. but she still made history yeah so sure. I think for me like Malala really stood out and I know a lot of people don't really like her I don't know why but I think she I think she's amazing um cool. but uh, yeah, she's the first person who stuck out for me because especially with like women's rights and how Divya, me and you were all saying, why do yeah. boys do this and girls can't do this? I think <laughs> I was an extreme version of that and she went to her deathbed to make sure that girls could get an education. Mm. Um, so for me, like the fact that she's graduated from Oxford G, she survived the gunshot wound to the head. She's like a massive inspo for like girls all over the world, especially girls in Pakistan, India, South Asia that you yeah. can get an education, you can make it, like, you, there's nothing's impossible. So I think for me, she she's my girl, you know. Yeah, I think that's a really good <laughs> one as well, actually. And not even just all that she's done now, the fact that she stood in front of a soldier and was like, no, I'm fighting, that I have a right, you get what I'm saying? She literally could have died, like, it literally could have gone one of two ways. Luckily, mm-hmm. it went the other way, but, like, that's that bravery for a young girl. Mm, courage. South Asian, mm-hmm. like, heritage you know what I mean like that is that's that just speaks a thousand words it's that you know I think that's a really good one I don't have anyone famous in particular but I don't think I have one in particular just I think maybe just the people around me then like I just look, really look up to my mom and stuff and like maybe not the stuff that she's done in particular but like the courage the bravery all the things in her like the termination hard work like just those kind of things from my mom I would say mm, definitely and I, I think know. that's what makes people that's what makes history in a way the characteristics of people and what they believed in, I think. It's not even about what they did, it's what they believed in and how they fought for what they believed in so much. Um, but there's also, like, people are... It, I think it's... I don't know, do you think South, South Asian Heritage Month should just be about positive history? Or do you think it should highlight the negative individuals as well, such as um, very controversial but Mahatma Gandhi? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think maybe the month should be, like, focus around maybe positive things in particular because I would say that a lot of the times people can relate to our podcast for anything like we maybe do think about the negative things to do with our culture and stuff a lot so maybe there should just be this month where we do look at the things that we appreciate about our culture like all the people that have made a difference all the people mm-hmm. that obviously yeah. don't get the limelight that they should in this month so I mean I would say just the positive things because I, I know that there's plenty of time in the year that we do look at the things <laughs> we dislike a little bit about our culture. And then also using like Gandhi as an example, there's so much that people already have learned about him. He's already like people have already been educated on what he's done and like all that history and kind of stuff. But it's these people that, like you said, that haven't had the limelight. I think they 
they deserve it deserve it recognized and things like that within this month I was going to say or if they wanted to like maybe misconceptions about people because a lot of people still think that certain high figures have done really good things and maybe they can debunk misconceptions or like a little bit but in general I think maybe just positive things because sometimes we need that yeah 100% and it's all about highlighting history but I think it doesn't need to be negative I think that yeah highlight all the accomplishments South Asian people have done but even yeah like, recently, I think like Kamala Harris Kamala Harris the vice president like Kamala mm. Yeah, yeah, I just thought, is that her name? Um, but then I was watching um, Never Have <laughs> yeah. I Ever, and the mossy, the cousin in there is called Gumla, and the guy was like, Kamala, oh, yeah. and she was my name's Gumla, and then I just like corrected <laughs> her. Like, but, even, oh, but even her, like, she's made history being the first person of South Asian descent in that role as well. Like, mm. I think now's the time where we start, yes, heritage, but also start, um, thinking about the people who are going to make a difference now onwards as well um, yeah but I don't know I just wish that we'd learned about this in school um, especially where yeah. we grew up as well like <clears throat> the education system just talks about British history really mm-hmm. but only positive yeah, but British I think history also, I think also with this month I think they said it's more about the history stuff but it's also about just embracing the culture now and it like they're trying to do that mm. through like education art stuff like that so if there is a website called South Asian Heritage Month and it is like .co.uk or something like that and they have loads of events coming up like I'm saying so they've got loads of things like um I wrote some down so they've got like language workshops for different languages they've got like de- debunking myths about menopause for like people if they want to go to that one so it's like loads of different things and there's one about Asians in football because there's not much Asians in football and there was one mm. about um healthy it's called healthy Fridays Jai and chat so it's about diet and portion control in South Asian food and they're talking about how people think that it's such a bad thing South Asian food but it's that people aren't, ed- aren't educated with how to cook it or like portion control and stuff like that and I thought that was really good because cool. it's that like embracing cool. the culture now and stuff like that and I think they should have things like that more often, not just in this month, I guess, because I think those mm-hmm. things are so necessary. A hundred percent. Like people who don't eat their mum's sub and roughly just because they think it's not healthy. And I saw this on Instagram then, the other day, yeah. actually speaking of food, like people were like, you don't have to give up your cultural foods. And then the people are made real, yeah. like <laughs> educating them about it and stuff as mm. well. Um, and they were like, don't give in to just like the Western way of eating because where do you think exactly. all the spices and stuff came yeah. from? It wasn't from the Western side of the world. <laughs> and I was like, that's so true. That's so true. Like, there's so it's, much it's, history it's just... in Britain, especially, that derives from every other country besides Britain. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's so, just, like, it just, yeah. It just lacks education. That's the, that's the problem. Because, obviously, like, loads of people in the old generation, they struggle to, to lose weight or eat healthy because they think it's the way they cook their certain food you know what I mean or is again pushing for sure so for example like dal is such a good healthy food for everybody but dal obviously if you're putting one. loads of butter and stuff if you're putting yeah. loads of butter and everything in it and you're having like <laughs> five butter rotis with it then obviously it's not That's like <laughs> but you know what I mean I'm so definitely so kind of it's just the education there <laughs> That's what I'm having today I think, I'm waiting I think, to go back to yeah, we're, we're having yellow dal as well today um mm. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it's good that it's heritage, but also let's embrace it in the moment too. I think that's amazing. Gotcha. And I think sometimes mm. you're right, like we don't speak about our culture that much. And guys, there's actually so much of our culture that we actually love. Like, come on, let's name a few things. Divya, what's, what's your favourite part food. of this culture? Great. Oh, you're gonna, okay. no, I'm gonna see, now we're gonna say food. But what's your favourite, what's your favourite Indian food? I would say like 
the more set are actually mm, top tier. They're women. elite. They are they're elite. top tier. Like you know, oh, I could do with one now. To be fair. Oh yeah, Shanka Sweet Center. Shout out. To me, it's Bestie Sweet Center. No, oh, can't. Bestie Sweet. Bestie Sweet Center. No, Sweet. They put carrots in there. Bestie Sweet no, no, not the one by ours. There's loads, so the one by ours, top tier, shout out. Right, she's cancelled now. So what's my taste test? We need to do that. <laughs> yeah, oh my Ooh. God. Feature video is coming up. When, I mean, it's coming back soon, so we can actually do that. That would be good. So, okay, we so like street food, snack food, is your, probably your favourite, but samosa. Okay, yeah. I agree. Started. I mean, what about you? What's your favourite curry? Oh, what's my favourite curry? It's got to be... We're going to your food now. Don't oh. name a Western version of this, please. Say it as we would say. <laughs> not, a mad, not a madras or a bruna. No, um, if we're going to a restaurant, a quality like butter chicken will like top it off for me. Um, mm. If I'm at home, a lamb curry will do me because home-cooked lamb curry is the one for me. The Matthews actually make the best lamb curry I've ever had in my life. So I shout don't, out to I them. don't eat lamb. Recipe so. coming soon. I, I should stop eat eating lamb. lamb. Why? Because red meat sometimes gives me a bit of heartburn. But you yeah, know, that's so really common. We have, no, we have it's it's red meat. We have it like once every couple of months or three <laughs> yeah. months, to be honest. Um, we don't really have it that yeah, often. No. One is pricey AF. It's so expensive. Who's got money to buy lamb like that? But anyway, that's I'm on a tangent now. What about yourself? Um, we're just going food. to food. We were saying in general, I really but not, like, okay, stay with food and then stay. I can eat bonet all the time. Like you are that's a bonet my, You always eat. My, yeah, she, takes, I was say, she does like take the bonet out of the like, like and just eat. Yeah, I just take the cheese out. So bonet is full fat cheese. It's a cheese curry. <laughs> This is a cheese it. curry. Um, when you say it like that, it's my favorite. Paneer. That's true. Because you fry it. Like squ- basically, all the li- no, because all the liquid squashed out of it as well. So mm, when you cook it, it doesn't oh, yeah. like that's why all the liquid squashed out still. of it. But even when we go to restaurants, I always get something paneer, like paneer pakora or gunpowder paneer. Or can, I get a paneer? can I get a paneer? <laughs> gunpowder paneer. That's definitely talentine. Paneer is just something else. I love it. Okay, what's your favourite okay, part of the culture? Like, what's one thing that really stands out? Like, oh, this is a sick tradition to have or... Um, one thing I'm thinking of is the values that are taught, like being very hospitable to people. Mm. Um, sort of like mm, your guest one. is guest is God is what some people say, right? Not that that's Ooh. entirely true, but it's like hospitable wise, you know, like it just teaches you like good values and good manners, like things like that. That's what I think I've taken from the culture 100 percent. like yeah, even like taking your shoes off when you go to people's houses like no one does like yeah things like that asian people like and just like offering drink for sometimes when people come in or food and stuff like that like a lot of people do not do that in different cultures like for us it's just normal do you know what i mean yeah. even like if someone comes to build your like washing machine or something you're like do you want to do this yeah one time my mom speaking of hospitality my mom made a curry for the british gas guy once because Bless him, he was here all day. 
He was here all day and he kept saying to my mom, oh, what are you cooking? It smells so nice. So she made him a separate one, you know, no and she way. gave it to him. 100%. Oh, so, wow. so I'm saying we are really hospitable and we're always like... Yeah, that's a good one. It's, it's kind of like we're always ready to serve, but in a good way. <laughs> but also like, you know, if somebody comes around your house and you just, whether they said they're eating or not, they're eating with you. Yeah. They don't have a choice. Even the British gas man. Even the British <laughs> gas man. Oh, I, cooked, I, already cooked, I already cooked food at home and eat it tomorrow yeah. do you know what I mean this is what we yeah, do exactly. I bet, if you come I bet. on a full stomach you are eating again yeah sure. then they also get offended if you don't eat as well so there's a quite a thin line there <laughs> <laughs> but all, I bet I bet all the British gas I bet all the British gas guys after that were like yeah yeah if they need yeah. anything call us we're coming where we want to go for that one I could top that one I'm trying to think um I haven't really thought about these questions. That's actually making me think. Um, what about? That's a really good I one. Like, I like parties. I was going yeah. to parties. I love our parties. I think our parties. Are I think they're good. Not trying to be biased, but you should come to. The thing is, we can only <laughs> go off Punjabi weddings because we're Punjabi. But I've been to other Indian people's weddings, and they don't touch them. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm saying it here. I'm saying it. Punjabi weddings are the best weddings. All right. People actually say it that if you, if you ever get the chance to go to a Punjabi wedding, you have to take it because mm-hmm. you should go. What are you saying? But hospi- hospitality comes in there too because everything's paid for. Yeah, exactly. There's no open bar. That, I mean, it is an open bar. There's no take your card because you need to buy drinks. That don't happen, mate. Alcohol is bought. <laughs> Food is paid for. You just come, uh, stuff your face. No ID. I think outfits as well. Like, I think I generally think that like Punjabi clothing and Indian clothing is very pretty like I I like dressing up in Indian clothes like I genuinely think it's really nice so I think that's a good thing as well and I also was gonna say I think Indian people are quite hard-working majority of people are quite hard-working because a lot of them came here with nothing so the where mm. a lot of them have put like where they are now like to be from nothing to something like even just uh, South Asian people in general as well actually not just yeah. Indian people like a lot of people came here from their countries with literally nothing and now they built such a better life for them. Like, I couldn't imagine that I couldn't imagine like starting with nothing and getting to where we're like we're actually lucky that we don't have to start from like I don't know like mm-hmm. 10 pound and then you know have a whole family and everything you know what I mean like I think it hard also, work is definitely but also learn another language they, they get up and come to a country where they don't know how to exactly. communicate with people like I panic when I go on holiday and be like oh my god what if yeah. somebody doesn't understand me like they, these people yeah. probably didn't even go to school. Like, our grandma didn't get to go to school or anything. And they mm-hmm. just came. And now they're strong AF. And I feel like that's, that mentality is kind of passed down to us with like, hard work and stuff. And then I kind of yeah. like that at the same time um, because mm-hmm. we've seen what they've done for us. So why not use what the opportunities we were given to make our lives better mm-hmm. as well, you know? I feel like yeah, it's the least we could do true. sometimes. I feel like it's the least we yeah. could do sometimes. Because what's the point of having all these opportunities and everybody went through whatever they went through and then we're not doing anything about them, you know? Sometimes that'd be really true. Show, like, it, it, it comes down to gratitude, doesn't it? Like we're grateful to have yeah, these opportunities fair. and it's because of our grandparents. And the courage and the strength and the ch- and all that, again, like you said before, like the, uh, the behaviours that they have in them and stuff, because honestly, it just because like, I am very lucky of that because some people are given everything and like if you're born in this country if you're just a white person that's born in this country you don't actually realize 
how much work goes into things because you get everything fed to you. And yeah, I think that's definitely one big one. Going off that though, what do you think it means to be South Asian now in this century compared to like when our parents or grandparents came here? What do you think the difference is or how do you think the culture is more embraced and stuff? Or do you think it is? Uh, I think that it's definitely embraced now. So one difference I could think of is food again, sorry just keep coming up but ew what's that smell oh my god just think the curry but now chicken tikka masala is the national dish of Britain make it make sense make that make sense it's true how is an Asian a South Asian dish your national dish why are you stealing everything where's your bangers and mash now and they're like I can't wait to go down to curry on the weekend and stuff which is true that's true so I definitely think like that's changed a lot um, I think we spoke about this before that like when our parents or grandparents came over they came with like a survivor mentality whereas now we actually have the opportunity to sort of breathe a bit like the kids of, of those people who came over um, we get the chance to breathe a bit and sort of live our life a little whilst still forwarding that survivor mentality and obviously with mm. our kids and the kids of our kids and things like that that will slowly um, I don't want to say fade out, but it won't become such a, I feel like it won't be such a thing, like you have to do this, you have to do, get your job, you have to get this sorted, get this sorted for your life to, for you to be successful in your life, if that makes sense. I feel like that mm. will slowly fade out eventually in a good way, less pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah? I get it. But also like, I think one thing to add for me as well is that um, they went through all those hardships and now we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they made, they they were the ones to break their generational curses. Like we're trying to do it now still. They have their own as well. Yeah, like we don't yeah. think about sometimes. Like it's true. Like granny, like our grandma is the perfect example of this. Like being an independent woman in that day was not a thing. And she broke it and she did it. And now she's like, mm-hmm. oh, all my granddaughter exactly. should be independent too. So they went through hardships and now we're here with not so many hardships. Exactly that's that's literally bounce literally bounce perfectly up on in there like yeah like you said like I'm nonny and then like even for my mom to do that is still not very common but like if someone was to do that now in our generation it wouldn't be such a big deal now because somebody's already done yeah. it and going yeah. off that what I'm saying is that when they came here they had to get like these jobs because they needed money but like our kids and maybe kids could get jobs like you know like footballers like certain Asians don't get into football because their parents think that they have to be doctors and stuff like that because they think what's the value out of being a footballer or something like that do you get what I'm saying or they don't have the money to invest in them as a footballer so like when mm-hmm. our kids have our kids, our kids have the opportunity to do that because we know like they don't have to go down a certain route to get money and work hard and like get house stuff we can actually help them like fill their dreams basically do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel like that's my dad now though because my dad does that with me my brother and I think partly because he is married to someone from here as well I made a bit of a difference mm. so like my dad's that person now like reach you know guys work hard always do you could be whatever you want to be like he's always been that person but that's with time as yeah. well because he's still they, yeah. he was still working at like 11 years old so he never had an easy life mm. but he just thought for my kids I don't want it to be like this like everybody's parents no one's parents want them to go through hardship really mm-hmm. um so I feel like mine's I'm not saying that yours didn't because your mom and dad always said like dream big you should achieve your dream I think all mm-hmm. of our parents have done that to be honest like get your education yeah. make something of yourself yeah. like hustle like you know make something of yourself and I love that because 
some people our parents age we were talking about this yesterday because one of my mussies came over and we were talking about this some people our parents age um don't push their children so they think that their children have to stay at the same level of them because they didn't get a further education or they didn't um you know why do you want to go to uni I didn't go to uni I turned out okay but we I think, think our, especially with daughters family, normal yeah especially with daughters in our mm. family it's normal they want you to achieve high they want you to make something of yourself but you'd be surprised in so many South Asian cultures it's not pushed so I'm very grateful that our family is like that because yeah. they're just like you know what live your best life to an extent I'm just gonna hit you with a couple of quiz questions to see how much you know about South Asian countries all right so the first question, Divya and Amin, are you ready? Ready. So, all right. Hold on. In which country is the mouth of the very important Ganges River located? Yes or no? India. Go on. I don't know me, so I'm not good at these. No. Not India. No. The mouth of the, the Ganges. The mouth. Sorry. Bangladesh. Yeah, the mouth of. Yeah! One point to Divya, Bangladesh. Okay, Great. Okay, okay. Let me warm up. Which of the following is not a Muslim majority country? So, Pakistan, India, Maldives, or Nepal? The Maldives. Maldives. Okay, I'm in. Run! Nepal, Nepal, Nepal. It's Nepal. Nepal. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> So the Nepalese are 80% oh. Hindu. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay, next question. Are you ready? I think it's one or oh no. I think I think more I think more people would have been surprised by India that for that question. Because I think a lot of people would have said India for that. Like people wouldn't actually yeah. realize that. People I mean, don't realise that know, Islam is the biggest religion in India. People don't like Some people are like, either. yeah. Mm, let's not mention any name. Exactly. Anyway, okay. So which, okay. of, which one of these countries won the ICC Cricket World Cup before any other South Asian country, countries? So your options are Bangladesh, Nepal, Sri Lanka, or India? I'm going India. to say Sri Lanka. Divya, 2 nil to you. It's India. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I know they're so big on the ICC. You are two more questions left, South and also my dad. my dad. Yeah, but we're not doing. I think this. I think that's just the first person who answers get it right. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, you you need to get disqualified for that. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do we not think? I don't. No, I don't now, do from we not now think? on, from now no. on, whoever gets it first. Okay. Right. Let's go. So, in which South okay. Asian country are the main languages of Sinhala and Tamil? Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. I yeah, know. I'm <laughs> I know. I'm in got it. Mine was frozen. Mine was frozen. Now, okay. So this is a double or nothing question. Ooh, let's go. All right. Oh, gosh. Otherwise, it'll be a draw. So mine's a double or nothing. Okay. Which country would I be in if I visited the world's tallest mountain? I mean, we're going to wait three seconds as well. Because of Divya. So... Okay. Um, don't what shout out your answers for this one. This is going to be both of you say your answer, and I'll tell you who's right. Okay, for this one, because it's double enough. Okay. So, which country would I be in if I visited the world's tallest mountain? Your options are Pakistan, 
No options, no options. Okay. Uh, no options. All right. No, I'll I'll options. Fair for double points. For double points. Because I don't know it either, so this is might as well. I'm risking all. Risky guy to girl. Okay, I've got my answer. I'm just going to go with it. Should I say it or not yeah. yet? Say it. I'm saying Nepal. Pakistan and now I have Pakistan in my head. <laughs> yeah, that could be the answer. Oh, All right. The winner of the Fun Trivia South Asian quiz, courtesy of funtrivia.com, is Divya! No! <laughs> never lose, guys. I never lose. Yeah, Nepal has Mount Sagamatha, which is the tallest. Oh, that was a good quiz. She's the true <laughs> South Asian. All right, I have the title. Oh, yeah. I am no, That's it. Have it. All right. So, <laughs> Thank you guys. very much for that quiz. I enjoyed that. No worries. You are the winner. We'll have another one next week because it's going to be the whole month. So we record next week, we'll do another one. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. We might as well. We might as well learn something make- about our culture. I'll make next week. I'll make I'll make it for next week for you two. I'll okay, then, I mean, you can do the too. week after because that's the last week. And then so we'll do it. In it's honor good. of it's, South it's Asian educational Heritage Month. as well. What is your favourite Punjabi word? My favourite Punjabi word what is... is- <laughs> Thalia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Oh, okay. It's just random, My, isn't it? Like Thoria. Yeah. Okay. If we're going random, mine is Kurbuja. Oh, yeah. I love these ones. My, my one is Dodi. I just, when I was little, I just thought Dodi was such a funny one. <laughs> so why is Dodi? Dodi, I love that. Okay. Yeah, that was lovely. Dodi is chin. Tholia is towel and Kurbuja is a oh, yeah. honey melon. Love we it. should say that. Love it. All right, who um, wants to sum up? Who wants to I end? would just like to quickly shout out to my father for putting me on to the South Asian culture. <laughs> you know, like I feel like, just to give him a bit of props, I feel like I wouldn't have been so intertwined and so cultured if it wasn't for him, like taking us to India regularly and just, Mate, and just encouraging like us to mingle with our family over there and things like that, you know. So shout out to that guy, big guy up there, back in Burn. Shout out to everybody watching. I'm really, <laughs> we're really glad that. Oh, and also the poll. No one knew it was South Asian Heritage Month. So I hope this episode kind of educates you guys as well a little bit. Um, but we're going to be putting stories up, pretty much like maybe every day, every other day, just to kind of. You know, in honor of South Asian Heritage Month, we hope you liked our photo dump the other day because no one's ever seen us all glammed up and eating with our hands and stuff, you know. So, <laughs> thank you so much Divya's for listening. <laughs> yeah, give me a picture of that. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, you, that, that, that's not a true one. You shouldn't have put that one, but it's all right. <laughs> that was a jamming one. But anyway, oh, thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. And yeah, see you in the next episode. Make sure to don't like, make sure to not subscribe, make sure to not leave a comment down below or do not hit that notification button. Peace. Sasika.